Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 404. And today we're going to be looking at the city of Jinki number one, which is keynoted beauty. The city is a divine gift. The divine gift of Jinki number one is beauty. And like always, uh, I talk about when we talk about cities here, this is the stuff you can't really talk about because uh, there is no words to talk about this stuff. So just this is just philosophy, okay? It's uh, like I always say, I'm not a teacher of anything, and particularly of this of the city, right? I'm just a student of 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 the great work. I'm st- I'm studying. Um, this is my daily study. I'm studying this 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 tool, this jinkies, right? This um, this map, this uh, this archetypes, uh, building blocks, the building blocks, archetypes of of reality. And uh, but the city particularly, and uh, so I'm not not a teacher of anything, you know. I'm, I'm just studying this stuff. But the city particularly is is something that you can't really talk about. Because there is no words to express this stuff. We can talk about the shadow. We can talk about the gift. We can talk about the connections of, you know, how to read this stuff, the hologenetic profile. We can talk about, you know, the repercussions of, of, of these archetypes in matter. And and how these experiences uh, grow through our um Electromagnetic field races through the Kundalini all the way opening the seals, right? The seven seals that that um, they talk about in, in they talk John talks about in the Apocalypse, right? But um, um, the revelations of John, but um, but when we're talking about the city, is it's kind of like redundant. It's it's really. It's it's something that 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 it, that it doesn't it's it it it's something it can't be done. <laughs> so the reason we we do this is because so we can have the full picture of the jinky, right? This is 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 not just getting out of the shadow, understanding the 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 gift that it's hidden within this archetype, but it's also understanding where it's going, and every one of these divine gifts, these cities. Is like I always say, is, is the door to the kingdom of heaven. As we go all the way from the you know first three seals of the shadow, we go through the other second, the, the fourth and the fifth seal of the gift. We reach the sixth seal, right? The in the body would be the pineal gland, and and as we open that door, that's where we meet the city, right? The, the city is the door, and then you open the door. And then that's the connection between the pineal gland and the pituitary gland and the seventh seal, which is the pituitary gland. And that's the return to God, right? The, 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 absolute, the, the, the absolute presence. And so all of these doors, these 64 doors, opened up to the same room, the same, the, the kingdom of heaven, right? Returning back, back home. This communion with God, but from the outside we have all these words to um, to describe the experience, and these are um, these 
<laughs> these are kind of like a joke because you can't describe this experience. But there are just incredible contemplations, you know. When we contemplate this, we're we're contemplating the return to to the Father, right? To to the kingdom of 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 heaven. And and the first the first jinky the first the first archetype the first divine gift is beauty. And we're talking about a beauty that's beyond um beyond description. You can experience it. But but you can't really talk about it. As soon as you put words into it, it stops being beauty and now you're describing something. So let's see what we can do here. And, and we're going to go over um, what Richard Rod talks about in the, in, the, in the Jinkies book. What is the city of Jinky number one today? As always, if you are not familiar with the podcast, what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. And at the very bottom, you can see a Jinkies tab. And you can click on that if you're not familiar with the Jinkies and listen to episode 256, which explains what we're doing here, what, how we're using this tool to heal ourselves because this is this is this is the work right the work the spiritual work is taking responsibility for our misunderstandings of reality and how we contribute to the to the suffering of human of humanity because we don't understand life it's all a misunderstanding fear is a misunderstanding there is only love love is the only presence there's nothing else but because we we have been given free will, we can misunderstand it, right? And so, uh, also, if you want to learn more about what what is the podcast about, uh, I p- click on the About tab and listen to episode one, and I'll tell you more what we're doing here. Main goal is to integrate the you know the um, the intuitive and and the intellectual side, the the analytical side of the brain, bringing together an a, 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 a a practical spirituality, right? An embodied spirituality, something that we can actually do something, stepping out of philosophy, which is a little bit of a, 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 a ironical today because it's going to be very philosophical today. But um, most every most days we talk about how can we apply this stuff in our lives and embody our spiritual journey so that as we heal ourselves, we can awaken our genius, our gifts. That, that These are the gifts from God that we have embedded in ourselves that we have to transform. We are kind of like the prima materia of God. And we have to go through our life experiences and, and face our challenges and, and not shy away from, 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 from life. And and then and then transform ourselves so that we can open up and bring download this genius so that we can contribute to humanity, especially at this point in life where we are at the pinnacle of the end of the precipice right here. We're at the end of the of the of the road of the uh, what's called the, um, the the dark ages. Right, this is the end of it. There is no more floor anymore. We have to make. We have to grow wings. As people are throwing themselves off the cliff, we're we're jumping into the into the void, and with our absolute trust, returning back to the source and says, "God, either I fly or I'm going to fall right now," because this is where humanity is going, and this is why we need we need to wake up to our genius within. We need to wake up to our uh, wake up our gifts 
so that we can step up into the world and bring that and, and, and choose by our actions, not by our words, choose a different timeline for a different future and build a completely new reality. Because as the old power structure is collapsing, there's an emptiness, a void that's created, and we have to put the future there with our actions. So you can learn more about plan homemaking. We have a news tab also, a news, uh, and you can click on that, and that uh, there's uh, you can sign up to our email list there. We have um, we have a, a Telegram channel where we're posting all the news. These are very physical, very grounded stuff, political, economical uh, f- uh, news of everything that is currently being censored in the in the mainstream media. I mean, not everything, because there's a lot of stuff, but. You know, we try to be the most objective and, you know, focus on stuff that's kind of like it's already kind of coagulated in matter. You know, it's like, OK, it has trails of paper, you know, things that are happening that it's that are currently being uh, censored in Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and Google and YouTube and, and, you know, everywhere, mainstream TV and radio all over the world. And uh, we're bringing it today what's really going on. As we make this transition in the world, there is an outer consequence in the world. And a lot of people are struggling. There's a huge struggle right now for the waking up of humanity. And so it's our job to to know the truth and to choose from a deep place of centeredness and groundedness in our spiritual power so that we can make a decision and choose the decision of the future. Right, but we need to know the truth, and the world needs to know the truth. That is why it's called revelations, the apocalypse. Right, the truth—it's the truth that is being revealed, and uh, this is a very challenging uh, time for all for our planet. But as we center ourselves and take care of our own stuff, we can take care of of our uh, of the next step of our stepping up to the plate and showing up in the world. So the first thing is knowing the truth and then take action. Uh, so let's get down into today's um, uh, episode, uh, the city of Jinky number one beauty. And uh, what is uh, uh, Richard Rohr, what, he, what he's saying about this? So like I said, this is kind of like, a, like a, 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 a book club here. I kind of read a little bit of this and give you my opinion. And this is just opinions. You know, truth is your personal experience, your personal spiritual experience, right? That's the only truth. Right, you, you, people. Whatever you hear from anybody, it's just points of view. It's opinions. It's it's perspectives. It's it's you know it's philosophy. It isn't the truth. The truth is your experience, right? So, but when we contemplate things, we open doorways to to um, to let God speak to us and, and, and listen. We have to listen, right? And and our contemplation is the key. And this is what we're doing with the jinkies. We put our attention on this stuff, and now you're opening a dialogue. You're you're opening a, a, a doorway to listen, to start getting download of information. You know, you connect to a certain specific, and a certain experience. Each one of these jinkies are very specific connection of a very specific transmission, and and you open these doorways, and and you can start looking. And specifically, when we're talking about the cities, you start looking at what the world is going to be. Because our job here is to anchor the kingdom of heaven by healing ourselves. And as we heal ourselves, we heal the world. So this is what's going to become. And I'm saying, you know, it's starting now. It's going to take, you know, a couple hundred years for this thing to fully unfold in, 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 in this civilization. But it has to start somewhere. 
And we are the pioneers of the future. So it starts with us. Let's, let's dive into this. So the first gift is rooted in the power of light and fire. At the Cidic frequency, this light, it is all that exists. As it shines through a human awareness, it becomes what we call beauty. Beauty is the reason for life. And life is the reason for beauty. As one of the four great pillars of the cosmos, whenever this city blossoms within a human, that person's lives become a symbol of a directional shift within humanity as a whole. This is what I'm telling you about. This is like, this is a whole other level. We're talking about the awakening of, of, of God within humanity. This is, this is what happens when, you know, uh, sages and masters suddenly realize, you know, the entire universe. Saint Francis of Assisi just looking at the stars and just realizing and turn the beauty of the universe, you know. So these four corner stores, these jinkies, these are the we talk about a little bit in the uh, past episodes. These four jinky uh, cornerstones. This is the kind of like the four foundational. Stones that that hold other archetypes are the first, the second, the sixty-three, and the sixty-four. The first jinky, second jinky, and sixty-three and sixty-four jinkies. Right at their higher level, these cornerstones represent the divine archetype, archetype foundation embodied in the tetragrammaton of uh, Hebrew. You know, the name of God. These. Four jinkies represent the name of God. And the ancient traditions worship them as the four elements. Because this stuff is spreads out throughout all traditions, throughout all the world. The truth, it just has different interpretations, different names. But it is, the truth is the truth is the truth is the truth. Right? So, the Native Americans knew them as the four directions. The Egyptians carved them into the figure of the Sphinx. And the I Ching has its foundation in the four bigrams. And we talked about the, um, you know, a few episodes ago, we talked about the I Ching and, and what is the, um, the, um, how the, how the, the, the whole I Ching is built on, right? Which is uh, based on the foundation of what we're starting here on the Jinkies. Um, so these are the universal principles that underpin the entire foundation of life in our cosmos. And in our genetics, the principles of these four archetypes is reflected in the four bases. The four key letters out of which all genetic language is created. And if you know a little bit about genetics, you understand that there's a ACG... Um, D, I think. There's four letters that are used to represent the, um, the, bu the building blocks of all genetic structures, right? And so this is the name of God is the, is the DNA, literally, right? And, and the ancients knew that and they understood that. And it's, it's, in, it's in Hebrew. I think it's uh, um, there's a guy that, that has a whole study on that stuff. His name is... Um, uh, I don't. I don't quite remember. Big, big guy with bushy hair, white hair. He's a he's a very uh, um, a scholar of ancient Hebrew, and he understands uh, um, the name of God. It's it's the the tetragrammaton, right? 
Um, but it, it is it is the DNA. It's embedded in the DNA. And so the first city is beauty, right? And it's also reliant in its programming partner, the second city of unity. As you're aware, the Jinkies have this, it's their 64 basic archetypes of reality. And they're divided in, in, in two, 32 pairs, right? They're pairs, they're, they're called programming partners. And so what they create is they create a dynamic of energy. One leads to the other and they build upon each other. When you understand the, the, the jinky, it's like when it begins, it's as we, as we say, God doesn't give you the solution. He gives you a seed of experience, you know, of, of frequency. And then you have to go through the experience to, to grow that into wisdom within yourself as, as you grow as a person, as you mature, right? And so well, when you get all the way to the top, now you're, we're talking about beauty, jinky number one, and unity, jinky number two. So the dynamic of this, the, the energy generated because of the of the movement of these two forces is is one of the, the two of the pillars of the foundation of all of reality, beauty and unity. So true beauty, when manifested and realized in a human being, presupposes a state of union with the totality. So we're talking about like I said, you you open the city, open the door, and now you are that that door is the union with everything. In this case, is now you're connecting with the other side of of the circle, right? We have the sixty four doors, and you open beauty, and you're at the same time you're opening unity. So this beauty is the unity of life. So this union or oneness is not like anything we can imagine. Like I said, this is beyond words. Its beauty lies in the fact that it is simply so natural that it cannot be expressed. You gotta go back to the very simplicity of the universe, the very ordinariness of life. Right? If you can talk about it, then it's not it. Now you're describing beauty, which is very different than beauty itself. So its beauty lies in the fact that it is simply so natural that it cannot be expressed. Every time it has been expressed, it has been misunderstood. The moment we humans look at something or feel something and proclaim it is beautiful, we have divided from it. We're disconnected and left that state of unity. And this is not true beauty because beauty is unity, right? Because there are two connected. This is that, that engine of, of, of creation that happens when these two jinkies, these two programming partners are, they're, they're moving. They're, the movement of this thing come together. So in order to uh, experience beauty, you have to be beauty, right? And as soon as, as soon as you look at something and say you're beautiful, then it is no longer beautiful anymore. <laughs> you're experiencing now. You're looking at it, right? You're not. You're not it. it that, that's why the words stand in the way. We're going to evolve to a place in our consciousness where our communication is going to be telepathic, and we're going to be able to just experience this unity with another person, with nature, with with ev- with all of humanity. And it's 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 a whole other language that that just trans. Our words are incredibly limiting. You know, this civilization has been stunted because of words. As much as I love words, I'm a writer. I love writing, 
right? And I love talking, <laughs> you know. But as much as I love it, I understand it's it's incredibly limiting for our evolution. So true beauty is emptiness, is the void itself. It's the source of life. There is no one to comprehend and nothing to feel it. It simply does not exist, right? The, the nothingness, the silence that sustains the music. Because if you see, what, what is the, where is the music dancing on? Silence. Without silence, you wouldn't have music. Without space, without nothing, then something could not exist. That, that, is, that is, you know, the everything. The <laughs> more I keep talking about it, they go like, oh my God, it's just whatever. So, so this is the paradox. It is not true beauty if it can be spoken of, copied or shared. It is unique. Beauty is unique and inexplicable. Beauty is the expression of unity in human form. At a lower frequency in the shadow, we can only comprehend beauty through light or sound, right? Whether that be a beautiful face, a sunrise, or a piece of music, we're talking about now expression of the gift, right? Above and from the shadow, now we're opening up to beauty in the physical world. Because of light, we can see things, right? Because of sound, we can hear things. So now we're experiencing the beauty and we can experience it. So our, our no, notion of beauty is always rooted in the presence of something rather than its absence. This is our human understanding of beauty. But true beauty has a greater connection to absence, to the void, to the emptiness, to the source, to the silence but even words cannot approach it being rooted as they are in the world of duality, the language, the opposites. So even I'm trying to use these words as silence or the void, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't explain beauty. Experience does explain it. You can experience beauty. And when you get to this beauty, it's like, it's a whole other thing. I'm not that I'm experiencing it, you know, maybe for a second. You know, when you're in this moment where you just realize beauty and it's like, ah, it just washes over you, the entire everything disappears and you're just like aghast. So when the first city dawns inside you, everything in the cosmos is experienced as beautiful and fresh. Freshness is the uh, the, the gift of the first jinky, right? Even the shadow state is beautiful in this state. You have such a it's a it's a it's an absolute this is the absolute experience of love. A love so vast as you rejoin dissolve back into God that you your love reaches out even into the darkness, even into the shadow. Your love is, is all encompasses its absolute unconditional experience of love. And you find beauty in the experience of the suffering, of the pain, of the struggle of humanity. Even that is beautiful. So in beauty, nothing lies outside the unity of everything. Everything is experienced as a unique creative expression of this unity. Everything shines with the essence of its uniqueness. And yet at the same time, it all shares a single source. This is what I keep talking about on the podcast. That's what I call the divine dichotomy. Everything is 
is one whole, the entire universe is one organism, the entire of the human race is one organism, and at simultaneously, every one of us is an individual. A plant is an individual, an animal is an individual, right? The planet is an individual, a sun is an individual, this galaxy is an individual. And every one of us, every person here, and every, every member of this humanity in this planet is an individual. And so to be able to look at another person and see yourself in their eyes and simultaneously know that because each one of us has free will, that's what makes us individuals. That is what transcends our uh, desire for superiority or our inferiority complexes. When you understand we're, we're pretty much the same being. So when beauty catches fire inside you in this way, you can become a teacher of others because you no longer have anything to teach. <laughs> How are you possibly to teach the experience of beauty? It is a fire that can only be embraced. The only fate left to people that experience this beauty is to live your life as an example of what humanity one, one day will become. And this is what I call the popcorn. You know, in the next few years, next 20, 30 years, 50 years, we're going to start seeing this popcorn. You know, like when you put the popcorn in the, in the, you know, in the pan, we put the butter and then you got the grains of corn. And after a while, after the heat, you start hearing a pop, 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 very sporadic, pop, 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 pop. And then after a little while, it's a pop, 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 and then you got the entire pop going on, right? So this is what we're going to happen. These cities are going to start, people are going to start popping. And what I mean by popping is this San Francisco of Assisi realization of the entire universe in a, in a second. Like, oh my God. That is returning to the awareness from which we come from, from heaven. Returning from that understanding. So uh, this has happened throughout history uh, many times, you know. Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, you know, Apollonius of Tiana. People have been popping. Some Francis of Assisi, right? And uh, But it's been sporadic. A lot of it has been with, withheld, like in history. They don't show as much, and, and many of these people are, 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 they're not, they were not famous. Because, you know, when you, the natural desire when you get to this realization is, is really not to be part of, of, of civilization, whatever that means, you know. Is your, at that point, you're, you're, you're just, you, you have gone, you're back home. So the last thing that you want is to keep recycling on the dramas of, of, the, of humanity, right? Only if you have chosen to, you know, guide us without them would be we would be lost right now but a lot of it has also been uh, uh, deliberately um, uh, erased from history but as we evolve now as we take that jump and we grow wings this is what i mean by growing wings we're gonna start popping and 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 little by little like i said it's, it's i this is i own i mean it could happen different way this is how i see it but it's going to start popping the next 20, 30 years. People pop here and there in some parts in the world until the next 100, 200 years. Then the entire humanity was going to pop to this realization. The beauty of the unity of the universe. And so um, so the, the only thing that's left to you is live your life as an example of what humanity w will one day become. 
and your expression of that beauty in form will become a testament to our common future. So like I said, I'm talking about really esoteric stuff here. This is, this is something to look for. This is something to contemplate, to be grateful for, to pray that humanity takes and guides us through this timeline towards this future, you know, to put our attention there, our focus, our prayers, right? And it's something that, you know, you have to dissolve yourself, you know, all your personality, everything that you think you are to return back to this beauty, right? Just one of the words to explain what what this is because he has no words really so the city of beauty is incomprehensible to normal consciousness as it can only live out its uniqueness without compromise no matter what happens to it it is the creative promethean fire that is stolen by those few who have the courage to be obliterated by it like i keep saying you have to completely Dissolve everything you think you are, you know, in order to return to to the source, right? So you have to be completely done with everything. And I'm not meaning done in, in I'm done with everything. I'm done. It's a complete fulfillment. You are totally fulfilled with life because that's the only way back home. We're not getting back home by bitching about it. You know, we're, we're getting back home by completely embracing life to the point that you're so fulfilled I'm not there, you know, I mean, most, most of us were not there. But, but when that happens, then God reaches and touches your hand and say, you're ready. And then that's a whole other journey. So, um, so ironically, beauty, um, wait, so, so this is the completely, so this is the, 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 you know, you have to be, have the courage to be obliterated by it, by it. Is, this is the, the primal fire, the primal masculine creative force within the universe. We're talking about the essence that brings life, the light. This is the, the, the creation of, of, of the universe. So, this, um, so ironically, beauty becomes enshrined as something outside of us. This is what we do. We're always looking after beauty, right? Because we don't understand it of something we should aspire to, of something we can never really attain whilst alive. But in truth, beauty is our nature. It is right here inside each and every one of us. It is paradoxically found both in our absolute ordinariness and in our utter extraordinariness. So it's this one of things that, you know, that are there when you're not looking at it. When you're so, so devoted to the moment and then you become beauty. But the moment you, you think about it, it's gone, right? <laughs> like it's, 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 it's that elusive, but at the same time, it's the source that sustains everything. So <clears throat> the, founda the foundation of this first jinky at the shadow frequency is the field of entropy. And we talked about entropy a couple episodes ago. In which energy ceaselessly moves from order to chaos. So at the cynic level, so that's at the beginning, the shadow. Now we're all the way at, at, at the top. You know, the whole. The, the, this is the, this is the door to heaven. The cynic level of frequency. Frequency itself is obliterated and transcended, and we find ourselves in an eternal field of centropy. And this is where we started this gene key from, uh, from uh, entropy, 
to syntropy. The syntropy is the movement of energy within infinite dimensions. Because entropy is it's it's uh, it's the decay of energy in a, in a closed uh, system, but the universe is not a closed system. So we're going to grow a consciousness to the point that we realize that we are now literally we've always been we literally exist on infinite dimensions. What's called the multiverse. These uh, some uh, scientists have uh, found the equations to explain uh, Stephen Stephen Hawking in his last paper. Uh, he um, he were explaining what the multiverse is. They allude to this thing. The scientists can see it on the in the equations. This is what we. This is where we truly live. We live in a multiverse, and so. Uh, the the infinite movement of energy within infinite dimensions. So that's the movement from entropy to syntropy. And so all all these dimensions are imbued with consciousness, and they're all united by love. There, they, they, it is love. The, the 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 infinite love of God that allows so much vast expression in infinite possible combinations of everything. That is unconditional love, right? So when the inner divine fire is released through your DNA, you become capable of miraculous power. The codon ring of fire unites the two cities of beauty and bounteousness. Because we talk about these rings, these uh, 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 groupings of the jinkies. Because we have the archetypes, the, the jinkies as archetypes of reality, but we also have groupings of these jinkies that work in 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 group it work in unison to to um to affect and and you know they don't affect they they are the the specific movement of consciousness the specific movement of evolution throughout reality and so the the jinky number 1 and jinky number 14 are the ones that are building the codon ring of fire. So it's beauty and bounteousness. And we'll get to Jinky number 14 at some point, you know, in, in, the, in the future, because this, this journey is going to take us about two years to go through this whole stuff. But um, so, so this is a study to understand how God moves through life. So as such, it represents the energetic germ at the heart of creation and the purpose of existence itself to create that which is endlessly beautiful and to imbue it with the awareness that it's endlessly beautiful. So an endless bounteousness, right, of beauty, that is what life is. And that is this is the, the the principle, the number, the beginning of of, the, of our journey, the principle of life, endless beauty, endless life, bounteousness, right? And this is how this is what happens at the other side of entropy when we evolve from that closed system that we have, and you know it, it's because of our attention, our reality is the, is, the, is the child of our attention. We live in a closed system of society and culture and systems, right? And then when you dissolve all of that and then return back to the source, you found that there is not such a thing as a closed system. Everything is infinite. 
And with that, I'm just going to call it, <laughs> stop it right there because, you know, we're talking about stuff that <laughs> cannot be talked about. This is just philosophy. But it's beautiful to contemplate when you think about this stuff. And at some point, you'll get your own revelations because the, the true knowledge is your, your it's when God speaks to you. And, and, you know, when I'm watching a sunrise, I'm like, uh, 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 you're like, you cannot imagine a more dynamic artist movement. So it's, it's, it's so, so ephemeral. And then it's gone. And now we have the day and now we have the birds. And it's like, you're in awe at the beauty of, of the creation of, of God. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. Um, follow us on Telegram. The link should be at the bottom of whatever app you're listening to in the description or on, on Jorn.tv on the news tab section. Also, at the news at the very bottom of the news, there's a resources section. And we have a lot of stuff there that talks about what's going on in the world, what's been going on the last two years. How do we get to where we are here on a physical level, right? Um, uh, and... Um, Follows. You can follow us on Telegram. There, there's the links. We have a chat room too. If you got any, uh, you want to contact us, that's the way to do it. Sign up to our email list. If you need help understanding your hologenetic profile, click on the support button, and we can help you with that too. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye bye.